Live from Hollywood, California, it's The Rick Savage Show. I like to let the beat run just for a little bit. It's kind of vibey, you know? What's up? It's Rick Savage Show. I'm your host, Rick Savage. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, belatedly. Welcome back to the podcast. We took a week off. I also have video running right now. So we'll see how it looks. Maybe there'll be a cut down version of this on the internet. Maybe there won't. I spent way too long trying to figure out lighting and positioning this camera and what should be behind me. I had a different thing here. I had a whatever. I had a I had a gold record up on the wall behind me. So I decided to scale that down a little bit. I love that's my favorite thing. And uh and a lot of people that listen to this might work in the music industry and I might be talking to you. But my favorite thing in the world is when people take casual selfies at home but like their gold or platinum record behind them is like perfectly in focus. I get it. You should be proud of your accomplishments. I think it's kind of, you know, it's lame to not be proud of that. It's also a little, it's a little funny. Like we see you, we know what you're doing. So I changed that to a ridiculous guns and roses, paper mache piece of artwork. Shout out to my friends at Rosewood that made that a couple years ago. It's ridiculous. Even if the video doesn't work, I want to post a photo of this. It's literally, I don't know if it's paper mache. I don't want to insult the craft. But it is a, a uh, it's the cover of Appetite for Destruction, the Guns N' Roses album, but c- carved out of paper. I don't know. I, I don't know crafts, but it's really cool. So that's what's behind me this week. And I think maybe every week I'll put something else. And can you see my little biggie guy? Can you see my little, he's keeping me company over here too. Anyways, happy to be back. I did some things though. I ran some errands. Did you know there's a thing called an instant oil change now where you don't even get out of your car? That blew my mind. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I pulled into a Valvoline. Oh, man, I saw a crazy crash, too. Okay. Settle down. We're like a minute in. I needed to get an oil change. I didn't want to go do like a whole service with my car down. I bought it downtown. So driving around, see a little Valvoline on the corner of Highland and Melrose. Great. Pull in there, get an oil change. So I pull in and I park, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, like a garage drive through setup. I don't know. So I pulled in and I stopped the car and I got out to talk to the guy and he's like, Oh no, no, you stay in your car. I was like for the whole oil change. Okay, great. So I got back in the car and that's what you do. You just, you pull in and it's real scary because you have to line up the tires. Basically you drive over a workstation and people are below your car working and doing Stuff that they drain in the oil. Obviously, it's an oil change. Wow. And you don't get out of the car the whole time. So I'm in there texting, listening to the podcasts, hanging out by myself. It's very awkward. Uh, I thought any second I was going to fall and crush someone below me. But it was like 15, 20 minutes. Had an oil change and I was out. I was back on the road. So I highly recommend an instant oil change. I didn't know that existed. I'm passing this information on to you. That's what I do with this podcast. People have said... That they don't, why am I talking like that every time? Sorry. People have said that they listen to the podcast to stay informed of what's happening in pop culture. I'll get to a big story in a second, but first, you need to know about instant oil changes. Go get one. 
So I saw a crash. And I'm not saying the guy deserved it, but he kind of deserved it. And he didn't die, so that's why I can be a little shitty about it. If he would have died, you know, whatever. Uh, I was driving down Sunset Boulevard towards... I was eastbound on Sunset. I was was getting close to Highland. And if you don't know that intersection, it's just very busy. That's all you need to know. There's a Chick-fil-A on the corner. Great chicken sandwiches. Terrible politics. Have I talked about this before? Anytime I eat at Chick-fil-A, whatever my bill amount is, I immediately donate that to It Gets Better. You should do that too. Either chicken sandwiches. They're incredible. And then donate to It Gets Better. Anyways, so I'm driving down Sunset, and there's a guy on a on a mini bike. I don't know what they're called, but it's kind of like a like a cool looking mini bike. It's not like an electric, like it goes fast, but he's very low to the ground, and he's whipping in and out of traffic down Sunset. And he comes up behind me, and it's loud, and it's like doing that whatever. <laughs> Those gunshot sound effects. He was not shooting anyone. That was like the. I don't get a lot of voice work. Can't do sound effects. It's just a high-pitched, very annoying sound. And he's whipping in and out of traffic. And I was like, this guy's an asshole for sure. And his helmet was green, like a bright lime green helmet. And so there's a lot of traffic and I stop and he doesn't. I'm stopped at the light and I'm looking at my phone. So I don't see it happen, but I hear a screech. And then I look up and I just see the mini bike on its side and then uh, a bunch of people running over from Chick-fil-A and they pull his bike off to the side and they're trying to help him out. And then we start driving away. We start driving down Highland to get the instant oil change previously mentioned. I know it's tempting when you're on a motorcycle to drive like an asshole. I had a motorcycle for a couple of years. I was a pretty conservative driver. Every now and then you do the lane, the lane divide, the switch, switching the lanes down the middle. That's legal in California. I don't know if it should be or not, but uh, sometimes it's it's nice to be able to get through traffic, right? As you go through those middle lanes. It seemed like this guy was doing that middle lane thing and then tried to run through a red light and then a car came and laid him out. Again, he didn't die. But if you're on a motorcycle, just don't drive like an asshole. You might die. Da, 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 the more you know. That's my public service announcement today. Get instant oil changes. If you have a motorcycle, don't ride like a dick. That's all. Okay, back to uh, pop culture stuff. Have you heard of the rapper Takashi 69 If you listen to this podcast, probably not. There's a couple things you need to know. He's huge. He's for sure the biggest... Well, I think the argument for the biggest rapper in New York right now is him and Cardi B, who's, I guess, the biggest pop rap star out right now. So that's the level that this guy is at. He's that massive. He looks uh, like a unicorn threw up on him, I guess. Uh, Just multicolored hair, crazy face tattoos. Um, His name is Takashi69, so he has... 69 tattooed all over his body classy it's fine whatever kids are crazy so his his music is very aggressive it's very like gonna fight type of rap music let me play a little clip i might edit around some of the words because it's insanely explicit and i curse on this show and it's labeled explicit in your podcast but even this is like 
all right, settle down, guy. But here's here's a little clip. Oh, weird gunshot sound effects. That's cool. See, it's kind of like an evil beat, you know? Wait, wait until you hear his voice. Listen to this. I don't know how you could rap like that. Like, that has to hurt. It's like trying to sing like Nickelback. That can't feel good. That's really besides the point. So this kid is is uh, what you'd call a troll on Instagram and Twitter. I'm sure he's not on Twitter, actually, on Instagram. And he's just constantly talking trash about people and constantly feuding with people. And shout out to Ebro. Definitely had some words back and forth with him. But many, many artists have warned him. You know, all his music is shoot you and kill you, but also sell you drugs and also have sex with your girlfriend. Like, that's his shtick. It's fine. Many rappers have done it before. You know, there's a weird thing that's been happening lately, and I'm not the first one to point it out. I think Dave Chappelle did a sketch about it 15 years ago, that these rappers rap about the crimes they're committing, but then they're actually committing those crimes, and then it's documented, and then they go to jail. So that's what happened to this kid. And even more so than just documented on his music, it's documented all over his social media. There's a clip servicing right now that TMZ got a hold of where his buddy is filming him as he's on the phone threatening another rapper saying, I'm going to come find you and kill you. And then when he hangs up the phone, this is all on camera. He looks at his buddy and goes, I got a 30 rack on that, which means I will pay $30,000 if someone kills that guy. It's uh, it's all being video recorded. It's unbel. I don't understand it. I don't understand. Like I love mafia movies. I went through a phase where I was really obsessed with like the Gambino crime family and John Gotti and all that. And maybe he's not the best example because he was on the cover of Time magazine. But for the most part, these guys tried to keep their dirt out of the spotlight. You know. Real real G's move in silence like lasagna. Shout out to Lil Wayne. Move in silence. Don't document on social media the crimes you commit and how hardcore you are. I think the, the most recent example of this before Takashi was Bobby Shmurda. Still locked up, by the way. Still in jail. Do you remember that song? It was insanely huge. Let me play a little clip from it just just one little one little clip did you hear that he said he said mitch caught a body about a week ago that means mitch killed someone he just he just told on his buddy mitch for shooting someone mitch caught a body Guess who's in jail now? Bobby Schmurda and Mitch and other guys. So Takashi 69 is all up on the internet talking about how gangster he is and how hard he is and all he's going to shoot and kill all these people. And everyone is trying to go like, hey, do you remember Bobby Schmurda had the biggest song in the world and now he's in jail probably for life? You don't want to do that, right? Fat Joe sat down with him. It was an interview for Title, where he basically said like, hey, man, when you're in New York City and you're saying how gangster you are, 
every cop wants to prove you wrong. That's it. If you're just going to go on every radio station and say how bad you are and how you get away with all this, all these moves, you don't think the New York Police Department is going to go, ha ha, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, buddy. So now Takashi's in jail. And he just pled not guilty to his charges, by the way. I mean, to give him a little bit of street cred are some real like gangster racketeering. That's some mafioso stuff. Racketeering, drug charges, uh, armed robberies, shootings. There's a shooting at the Barclays Center that supposedly he was involved in. He was certainly there. So they're saying he told the guy to pull the trigger. He didn't pull the trigger. But, uh, you know, if you heard of Rico, that's what might take this guy down. I don't understand. I got to get someone more connected than me on this podcast. I don't understand the dudes that get on and then enter the gang life. Like that's what Chris Brown did. And I think you all know my opinion on Chris Brown, but all that stuff aside, the first time I was aware of Chris Brown must've been like 2006. I was working at Yahoo music. He came in to promote his first single called run it. And he was a really good dancer and an okay singer. And he was just this like cute kid trying to be a pop star. And then he gets money and then he starts hanging out with gangsters and same thing with Takashi. The photos of him from like five years ago, he was this little kid that would hang out in front of the Supreme store and try to get hype beast clothing. And then he discovered SoundCloud and rapping and face tattoos. And now he's a gangster? Well, pretty gangster. Going to go to jail for a long time. And it sucks, but it kind of doesn't. I don't want to root for the downfall of anyone, but sorry, you're kind of a piece of shit. Okay, so there's your your pop culture update. Now, if someone, if Jimmy Fallon makes a joke about Takashi Six Nine, you'll know a little bit about who that not nice guy was. You know, I take notes sometimes throughout the week to like try to remember things to say, and my note was just asshole at CVS. Don't don't be one. I don't know what that was. And then the other note was me too. So I don't, I don't remember what that was. I think I need to keep a little bit better notes. I don't think I, as a, as a straight white guy is going to solve the me too issues. So I don't know why I put that in there. There's a lot going on today in front of the building. I mentioned this before we live on the sixth floor and right, right across the street from us is a big, uh, studio, a big production lot, sound stages, whole thing. They do events, they do movies, TV shows, whatever. And the entrance to the lot is on the other side. But I got the little side entrance, the little back entrance, the entrance that TMZ really wants. And I don't know who it is, but this is the first time I've seen like security lined up in front of the side entrance. And then there's a car right on the inside. I don't, I'll show a clip of it. I hope, I hope, man, how great would that be if it was Brad Pitt? And this podcast ended with me running down there with the GoPro asking for a selfie. <laughs> I'm 39. Also in building news, uh, what do they call it? A pokey pokey bar. That's how you say it, right? The little pokey bowls, uh, a, a restaurant called Tiki fish opened up downstairs in our building. It's great. I've been there a few times. Lovely food. Evidently ventilation for that restaurant. Not so good. Cause now my closet Smells like tuna. And that's not good. The shirts don't yet. 
but I'm getting close. And if you know one thing about about Ricky, Ricky likes his t-shirts. So we have facilities. Co- oh, speaking of, can you see the free sitch shirt? I'm wearing a free sitch. Shout out to the situation. Free sitch. Don't free Takashi, but free sitch. He's he's a nice guy. He got into some tax problems. I blame his dad. Anyways, I can't have my free sitch shirt smelling like tuna. So facilities came by today and they said, oh, we're going to meet with the contractors. We'll, we'll figure it out. Hey, bro, do that quickly. So my apartment doesn't smell like tuna. <laughs> oh, man. I mentioned my junior soprano glass before. This is this is it. I love this thing. That's Diet Coke. Let me take a sip. My grandpa used to drink out of these glasses, too. I don't know what it is about old guys and little glasses. Maybe it makes them feel big. I guess now I'm an old guy who drinks out of a little glass. By the way, the girlfriend stole this from a bar because she knew I wanted a little glass. So she just did a little, little, what do they call it, slide of hand? Boom, right into the purse. Got a free glass. Oh, man, my camera just died. We're doing pretty good there. It's a GoPro uh, Hero 7, it's called. It's the new one. It shoots incredible HD, and it's made for running around, uh, mountain biking, snowboarding, skiing, moving, being active, all things not really a fan of. So I think just sitting here was a little too long. It either overheated or something. It's very warm. So maybe that's not recommended for a GoPro. But we'll have we'll have a couple clips that I can put up, maybe, if I look decent. We'll put them on the socials. Okay. Let's do two quick savages of the week. What a fucking savage! I'm a savage. I can't with a savage. I'm a savage. I'm a savage. I love that that's like a real song that gets played at raves or whatever. And uh, I had never heard of it until I literally Googled songs with the word savage in it and now it's a perfect little music bed for savage of the week two of them quickly one Hassan Minaj if you're not watching his new show Patriot Act I guess he's a savage because he's going after people every week uh two weeks ago was kind of a light-hearted episode about Jordans and Supreme and the resale clothing market which is very interesting for a dude like me and then this week was all about ice and immigration and it's uh, a very important show i think you would say it's really interesting too because hassan is indian so a lot of his jokes are things that i definitely don't understand (laughs) there's there's still a huge just because the dude likes hip-hop doesn't mean me and him get the same inside jokes there's a big cultural difference and it's i would imagine probably very refreshing if you have the same background of him and you're catching all these jokes about immigrant dads or the way you grew up or the cooking in your house and i have no idea what you're talking about it's probably how indian kids have felt forever watching tv so i think it's great it's actually like he doesn't over explain things sometimes you have to google something to figure out what he meant i think that's awesome it's also set up in a way i've never seen a political show there's no desk there's no guest it's kind of like a one-man show it's him talking for about 20 minutes uh with a lot of screens behind him explaining because he's talking about some serious stuff. This week about ICE, he breaks down that there's actually three different departments of ICE. And to help you understand that, he compares them to the three Franco brothers. 
It's a little silly, but it makes the point. So highly recommend Patriot Act, Hassan Minaj. It's on Netflix. What a fucking savage! Our second savage of the week, Kevin Smith. Kevin just put out a new stand-up special. I, I guess he does stand-up now. Kevin Smith of, of Jay and Silent Bob fame wrote and directed Clerks and Mallrats and Chasing Amy and Dogma and Jersey Girl and uh, other movies after that. Clerks 2, whatever. I would say about 10 or 15 years ago, Kevin started touring college campuses and doing kind of Q&As and telling stories, and he's gotten pretty good at it. So he just put out a new comedy special that he recorded right here in Glendale. And the reason he's Savage of the Week is, I guess usually when you record a, a stand-up comedy special, you do two shows in one night. You do like a 7.30 show, and you do like a 9.30 show. You record them all, and then you can edit which take of which joke was the best, and then that's the special that you put out on Netflix, or Kevin's is up on iTunes if you want to rent it. It was like four bucks. It's definitely worth it. Well, Kevin, when he was recording this, his first hour went really well and then he went backstage to take a little break before he came back out to do the second show and he had a heart attack moments after we shot the show you're about to watch i had a massive heart attack and i'm alive to tell you that i didn't die now on with the show a few years ago i worked with bruce willis and it didn't go great and my phone rang he goes, is this Kevin Smith? I said, yeah. He goes, it's Bruce Willis, man. And I was like, hey, boss, how are you? So I go over to my wife's desk because she's looking at me like this. I grab a piece of paper and I write, Bruce Willis, 20 minutes, because he's been on the phone now for 20 minutes. I turn the paper around. She reads it. She immediately gets up and starts cleaning the house. When I got off the phone, I was like, what are you doing? She's like, Bruce Willis is going to be here in 20 minutes. But I was like, no, I wrote that Bruce Willis has been on the phone I meant for 20 minutes. She goes, that's the worst code I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a good special. It's called Silent But Deadly uh, because of the heart attack, not because of farting. And Kevin's a great storyteller. So if you if you have to kill an hour and you want to watch something kind of silly and funny, Kevin Smith, we give him Savage of the Week, obviously, because he survived a heart attack. <laughs> Right after it is, it's actually kind of trippy because you're watching this show knowing that this dude in like 20 minutes is going to go off stage and almost die, which is pretty insane. But he didn't die. So for that, what a fucking savage. savage of the week. All right, let's wrap it up. Please rate and review the podcast. That would be great. Also, tell someone about it. Just just grab the link to this and text someone and be like, you might like this guy. He talks for a half an hour a week, and it's nice when I drive to work or whatever you do when you listen to this podcast. Just tell a friend. It'd be nice to keep it growing. The numbers are going up. I would like to continue that. So tell a friend about the podcast. I'm going to close with Maggie Rogers. She played SNL when we went there a couple weeks ago. I think in that episode, I got sidetracked talking about Guns N' Roses. So I played Guns N' Roses to close the show. I really should have played Maggie Rogers. This is a song called Alaska. It's probably her most famous song. If you like this song, take a second and search Maggie Rogers Alaska on YouTube. There's a clip. Evidently, she was in a music school class, something, in New York City. Pharrell came by at the end of their semester to listen to a bunch of the students' music and to kind of give feedback and maybe notes or whatever. And... uh and Maggie played this song, and he was blown away. He was almost moved to tears, saying how incredible it was. And, you know, those are those little moments that you can't really fake. And so after that clip, quote-unquote, went viral, 
Maggie kind of blew up and now she's got her own career so much so that she didn't even play this song on Saturday Night Live. I imagine she looks at this as, you know, her viral moment from a couple years ago, but has a whole new album out and it's beautiful. But uh, this is a great song if you've never heard it. Her name is Maggie Rogers. The song is Alaska. I hope you have a lovely week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Rick Savage Show. I'm Rick Savage. I was walking through icy streams that took my breath away. Moving slowly through westward water over glacial plains. And I walked off you. And I walked off an